Mood.tv How you doing? Welcome to another episode of White Wasabi. This is Sensei Match. And before we get started today, I uh, I just got to ask EJ Five Thousand, are you the real deal? <laughs> you know, I wouldn't hesitate like you to, and I'd say you damn right. G balls, are you the real deal? Somebody asks you if you're a god, <laughs> you say yes! <laughs> oh, classic stuff. All right. Like I said, welcome to White Wasabi. With me, as always, EJ5000 and the Greg Man who you just heard. Woo! Sup, sup. We're here to uh, discuss at length SAO episode 31. 31? Yeah, 31. 31. Uh, EJ, can you hit me with a uh, an episode title and maybe a little synopsis? Absolutely. And in tradition now, new tradition, I'm going to say... Taken from the Wikipedia page for Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online, Season 2, Episode 5, Guns and Swords. good episode overall um i i enjoyed it i will say though that there were a couple of things that were a little amiss for me um i guess the first one he logs in or when they're at the uh governor's mansion signing up for uh bob and he's standing there and he's punching through the sudden he goes to sign up and it asks for all his information he leaves everything blank how does how does the system know that he's registered? I think he now forfeits his uh, chance Goodies. of winning money. Yeah. Okay, so it just the system just knows him as Kirito and not any of his info. So that's exactly. That. So he's like an anonymous right. player who can not win stuff, but for bragging rights, which is funny because he's like, "Oh no, I don't want anybody to know who I really am." And then he's like, the immediate scene afterwards, he's like. What's up? I'm Kirito, everybody. Hey, did I tell you I'm Kirito? Just want to let everybody know I'm Kirito. You're like, well, win the shit then. You... But then Sinon couldn't win it and redeem herself from the blah, blah, blah. Well, it, well, but his his name in game is Kirito. I mean, he didn't jump up there and say, my name is Kitagaya. That's true. 
But you know what I mean? He's known as Kirito. I mean, either well, I guess he's well not known, known as, as Kirito. Yeah, but does there? I guess everybody does know that everybody Kirito knows. is Kitagaya. Yeah, that, that's oh, true. Very true. Common knowledge. So, so why Pro- not? Just probably probably shouldn't have used the name Kirito uh, when he. He's a dummy. Logged in. Yeah, it was weird. Unless he had to because he transferred his character over. Mm, yeah, that's true. But then why? Fair was, enough. Was the girl thing just random chance? I mean, did wasn't that kind of maybe they set that, maybe uh, what's his name set him up with some stuff. So that's what I figured. The guy, his the friend, government guy, the government guy, set him up <laughs> as a girl character so that he could remain anonymous. But then he used his own name to kind but of. But maybe fuck that he up. had to because of the stupid thing. I don't know. It's a yeah. It's a, okay, moving along. Yeah, I think um, we're gonna have to. It's a moot point. <laughs> it's one of them. Yeah. So I, there were there were some stretches where it was just kind of like, uh, all right, moving along, like. Sin on being mad at him and and all that stuff was just kind of like, I don't know, a, a waste of time to get to the fight. Like it yep. was just filler, filler, kind of annoying. Like her pouting. Well, that it's not like I, I don't understand what her real problem is. It's not like he stood there while she got undressed and everything. Like, <laughs> he immediately like stared at the ground and freaked out and said he was sorry. Like, uh, and I don't even know what he was saying he was sorry for. It was gentlemanly. Yeah, well. Yeah, it was weird how that scene was weird. Chivalry's dead because it it wasn't a it wasn't respected. So done and done. A Sinon stacked though. I I was like, this is cool. This this is yeah. that GGO TNA we've been I, missing. I, I was like, Kirito's not looking, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, okay, so she's going to take her... We skipped through... We didn't skip that much, so there's nothing really happens in there. No, it's just filler crap. Yeah. She explains the game, kind of, or explains a little bit about B.O.B. and, like, the brackets and all that crap, but it's... It does None of it matters. None of it we matters. We were learning tonally. You get to the final, you get to go to the Battle Royale. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And... We were walking through the world, and they were trying to set, I think, a tone so that we feel uh, still learning the universe. And so they walk into that first room, and everybody's staring at them, and they're showing off their guns. And Sinan's like, that's a stupid move. You shouldn't show off your guns until the last second. And Kirito's like, oh, that's pretty smart. Cool. And now we're – this is the fifth episode, and I'm more confused about Sinan than ever. And I know they did that purposely – with Kirito straight up saying, like, I don't know what to think about her. Maybe she's Death Gun. It's a good thing I told her and her friend that my name is Kirito because I'm a dumb asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but now, because they did that, of course, I'm more confused than ever about who she really is because we've seen, like, 15 different sides of her. All of them kind of emo, like Kirito, but she has that that moment where she's like I'm gonna kill all the powerful ones and he really latches on to that they're trying to they're trying to throw some curveballs at you I think but I mean well I guess that was a little earlier uh, you know in the in the episode but when they're gonna throw death gun in the episode anyway like is it really a curveball you know like they, they do that and then five minutes later death gun is there I was a little confused. I, I, as I discussed with you guys, I didn't. I wasn't mindfully watching this, so I'm sure the listeners are going to hate me for that, and you deserve it to. But was her friend was there in the scene, and then immediately, w- w- were they both in yeah, the same place at the same time? This, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. They were both in the same places. He was watching the Wait. screen where Kirito is. But then the it's second the fight, that but... he sees Death Gun, you don't see him anymore. So can can we? Is it possible that they were the same person, or it doesn't I don't seem know. likely, right? It doesn't seem Wait likely, but I, I think I it is. I don't really understand where you're going with this. So as Greg Man was saying, after the fight, he's going Wait, which in fight? Uh, after Kirito's battle. He enters okay. the watching room or the the room with the TV, and he's going yep. to watch Sinon's battle, and yep. she see he sees um. Ricky Ticky Tavi, her friend, whatever his name is. Ricky Ticky yeah. Tavi? Right, right, I, I can't find it right now. He's looking at the screen, 
And whenever he, whenever Kirito notices him, that's when Death Gun is right behind Kirito, saying like, "Sup, dog? Sup? You fronting? What's up? You the real deal? You the real deal? Maybe if I ask you six deal. times." And Kirito's like, "Whoa, man! I don't know." So I was confused yeah, by that. So I, I think okay. because in the last, uh, this was the last two episodes, I think Greg Amanda and I both kind of had a feeling that her friend was Death Gun, but this kind of confuses me with that. So. Yeah, I mean, if he's he, standing there, he threw so. shady Beagle. looks in this one too. Hmm. He threw shady looks in this one too when Kirito got cocky. Oh yeah. Before the well, first he, fight, he turned into the new Kaku Blakudo, which is oh, funny because he yeah. actually makes an appearance in this episode. In a flashback. Yeah. A memory. When that's it, well, that that was one of my issues with this episode, uh, flashback wise. It, that flashback was fine, but when he's uh, when he's in the battle zone, and the guy's firing on him, and he gets kind of overwhelmed and he retreats and he's hiding behind that pil- hiding behind a pillar. They flash back to two episodes ago of him learning how to try. Or was that wait, last? Episode? I can do it. I don't know. It's one yeah, of the. Oh other. wait! I totally forgot. I can do this. Yeah, who might have just for? been the last episode. That they're flashing back one episode. Like, are you serious? Yeah. That was the cool thing about last episode. He already figured that out, so I didn't have to see him figure it out again. There's no standalone episodes, I don't think, so far in this season. And so... No. So why make that point again if you know that they're contiguous? Like, if you have to watch them all, then why? We didn't need that. That's another thing. I agree with you, Sensei Mash. I didn't need that again. And then there was the... Uh... I should have wrote it down. Of course, uh, I'm I'm so unprofessional. I'm no longer taking notes on these things. You know, <laughs> but when you watch it five minutes before the podcast, uh, it usually sticks. <laughs> Not really. Um, Does for me. The, there there was a couple of uh, scenes where it went orange, like the whole screen went orange. Hmm. Was that the flashback where he uh, puts his hand through Kakablakita? I can't. Hmm. I think it was. I think he went orange, and then he had the flashback, maybe because he was. I it just it kind of caught me like it, uh, I kind of felt like it was weird. Like all of a sudden they went to orange. Yeah, that was a new color tone for the show. It's usually like the flashbacks are usually yeah. dark blue, but I think because we're in the what they called a steampunk world, which doesn't look steampunk at all. It just looks like <laughs> post-apocalyptic or something. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's more blues and greens. It's got that Matrix vibe, sort of. It's not as green, but... So, yeah, that was a different tone for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of that, uh, a Matrix, that they went Tron on this shit. When he's... Uh, when he, he He's hiding behind the pillar, and the guy he's fighting is moving through the bush. Oh, right. And he, like... He closes his eyes and he goes Matrix on it. He's like he can hear everything in the game. Like he's got yeah, he's got superpowers. He can hear everything. He can smell everything that's going on. The wind blowing in his hair. <laughs> and out of nowhere, they go to they go to the uh, the Tron where it's blue blue squares everywhere. And he's like, oh, "There he is. I see him." And it, for him seeing the guy and knowing where it was and taking him by surprise, it took surprisingly long for him to get to the dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, that, it was kind of ridiculous. I guess the guy was staying pretty far away. I, I, yeah, I guess so. He, I mean, he didn't think to use the cowboy the f- jump move like he did the first time around. See, you just gotta remember, jump. That's that's, that's how... That's the- <laughs> yeah. But, it, well, the other thing there that I really actually enjoyed was uh, he, he kind of used, like, a rapier-like stab and then just held that lightsaber inside the dude until he died yeah yeah that was cool just held it there and like the guy's like chest was like bubbling out i wonder what the pain settings are on the vr gear for this like if Hmm. they were adjustable because like i mean the dude stood there for like 10 seconds screaming yeah just waiting to explode yeah Yeah. they're probably Uh, not pain sensors but i'd still probably scream too because it gets like, you. It's I like guess. having a bad nightmare. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess. So I know we're 
we're not nearly to the the after section, but I just want to ask you guys here because it seems like a good time. Have you guys experimented with any of the the new cheap VR that's out there? No, and actually, it's a that's a good call because I was at a BJ's Wholesale Club the other day, and they had like a generic one that said it fit almost any phone, and it was like twenty three dollars or something like that. I picked one up from Walmart for five bucks the other day. Really, it's one of those generic ones, and it's it's cool. I mean, I've five dollar VR from Walmart. Five dollar VR uh, from I'm, Walmart. I'm on that. Well, that my issue was I wasn't sure. Like it said, fits most phones. My phone has a six inch screen. I kind of doubt that it'll fit. Yeah, you have to check that out because the bigger That's the screen, big screen, the more badass it would be too, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's got a big screen. And if anybody of our, any of our listeners aren't aware of the current VR trend that's going on, uh, yes, SAO is, is being made by IBM for a fully immersive Oculus Rift version of the game, but you can, what? which we posted on Moot TV a couple months ago, but what? months, but you can you can <laughs> buy a five to twenty dollar headset to put your phone in and experience motion tracked VR. Um, very easily and the videos are extremely easy to find if you go on YouTube and search VR 360 or just VR or VR 180 depending on the type of video you want they're available and easy and you hit one button and then your phone does it so I recommend everybody try it that being said I think it's just like anything else the $5 one works like a $5 one it hurts the fuck out of your face so I had some old <laughs> ski goggles lying around I put them on top I made a contraption I'm one of those kind of people so I did that I always make a contraption I love doing that you gotta make a contraption if you're going Best. cheap um, my cousin bought one of them for the semi DIY the Samsung phones I guess uh-huh. that's the, they're excellent they're Galaxy, very comfortable whatever. I could see using that for a very prolonged period of time with having no issue and I've, I've seen people get them for like 40 bucks and then we move up to, I, I heard the the best for your money value I hear is the PlayStation VR. I, I haven't personally used it. I don't have a PlayStation 17 or whatever the fuck they are. But I want to try it, and I can totally see how Wally, how everybody got fat, because VR is incredible. It's It finally is close enough to what we wanted it to be when they first released it when we were kids. Because when we were kids, nice. I'm talking to the three, the 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 three of us maybe some of you listeners i'm not sure how old you are but we're in our 30s now low 30s and when we were kids vr came yeah, out and they were throwing that shit at you i i had one i bought this super expensive stupid thing you put it on your head and it was just a little tv in front of you I remember there's that. no 3d it didn't motion track it was terrible but because lawnmower man came out we were stoked for that shit we wanted it we wanted <laughs> to a see big it. old helmet you wanted it so literally 20 years later now you can get a, your phone is a supercomputer, and you can you can finally experience at least motion tracked VR, which is really incredible. So I recommend trying it out. It's it's worth embarrassing yourself in the Best Buy to try that thing on. It's like totally worth trying this out. And that being said, I don't think those that if they were in the video game they would have any uh, pain receptors because they didn't really have them in Alfheim. They didn't have them in Sao. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking that guy just yelled because his visual and audio senses were bubbling over. Yeah, I, you know, that that's a good point. And I kind of feel like my audio senses are bubbling over a little right now. Probably a good time to take a little bit of a break. We'll be right back on White Wasabi.
Welcome back to White Wasabi, everybody. Everybody. All of the people listening. Everybody. I'm not just talking to one of you. I'm talking to all of you. And everybody. Everywhere. Everywhere. Indeed, sir. Indeed, EJ5000. (laughs) All right. So let's see. Back to the SAO. Back to little Kirito. So yeah, uh, as usual, coming back off the break, I have no idea where we left off. His new um, outfit's stupid. Um, well, I, I can say okay, that. You, you want to go on another eight-minute rant? <laughs> <laughs> this time about it, about his fashion choices. I don't like his fashion choices. You, you know what I did notice? Is that it's kind of funny you mentioned fashion choices. Um, all of their gear, everything, like all the different pieces, it all has three holes in it. Like, each piece. So, like, there's pieces on his shoulder pads that look like they're connectors. They have three holes in them. Then the chest plate at the top has three holes in it. Um, and then Sinon has, uh, like, a beret in her hair that has the same three holes hmm. in it. It's everywhere. Um, I don't know, you know, if they're trying to go for, like, that's just kind of that steampunk-type style that they were trying to go for and missed horribly. Hmm. Um or if it has some kind of super hidden meaning. Or if they can put stuff in it to make them stronger. Oh, you think it's one of like, those kind of things? Like they're ripping off the Triforce? No, I mean, I guess. But, like, I mean, more just like... Uh, oh, almost like uh, Lego a pieces. They, they place can plug to put other things. gear in. Or, like, you know, enhancements to their gear. Mm. Okay, I like that. I like that theory. I'll run That'd with be that. cool. I like that if that was the case. That'd be pretty cool. I feel bad that, like, now that Kirito's in the new game, though, all of a sudden he, like, he switches outfits and he's got scoliosis. Because that scoliosis brace that he wears on his chest, that's just, you know, I feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, what the fuck? It, yeah, that, that's a little odd. It's a cartoon. You can make it look like whatever you want. And you made it look yeah, like that. Scoliosis happens. And it looks like they're trying, like, he's got more of a bust now than he did. So there's... They're just, really pushing that. They're like, hey, are you, are you guys comfortable with Kirito being a lady now? Because I would have been more comfortable if he looked like a lady right away. Just just yeah. saying. And now, I'm not really sure. And again, I watched the Japanese dub again. And he doesn't even kind of talk like a girl. He's just like straight up just like, I talk like Kirito. And then now he is Kirito. But yeah. But he does kind of look like the accidental, the accidental transvestite. Yeah. Yes, accidental is a great way to put it. Like, because he's not put together at all. Like, he's just kind of there. Like, I just want to think in my head that the game did this to him for some reason. It's screwed with him. Because if this is any part his choice, it's just odd. Yeah, it's a little odd. Because if you're going to do it, do it. Like, it's okay to be a girl in a game. Just, like, be a girl in a game. Yeah. Plus, you're in there trying to fit you like anonymity would have been good. So being a girl would have it could have played to his advantage. Uh, but he's an idiot. Yeah, he half-assed it. Yeah, or what? Or we whatever. Yarp. And then, all right. So we're we're getting up toward the end of the episode here, uh, where uh, our, our good our good friend the Death Gun. Oh, Spiegel and Death Gun. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And I, that was that was super creepy that he just kind of popped up behind him yeah. and was like, "Are you the real deal? Show me what you got." <laughs> perfect, absolutely perfect. I time. want to see what you got. <laughs> I, I I did. This was a cool moment, though. I was happy to see that I was wrong in my assumption. I think. And we got to see some more stuff from season one because I want to see some continuity. I want to see some tie. And so we got to see that laughing coffin tattoo. Now, After, like, basically what became a meaningless flashback until the laughing coffin tattoo. Yeah. Like all the people he was flashing back to don't mean anything unless they had that tattoo. Well, and it, it, it was weird, too, with uh, uh, Death Gun, the way, like, he sees the tattoo because he throws it out there for him to see it, like, and they put it in slow motion, like his arm comes out, and it's all wrapped up like mummy style, except for a small section the where eyes. you can see the laughing coffin tattoo. Like, and if that was you, wouldn't you want to hide that a little bit? Wouldn't you want to keep some 
you know, not drop clues. Like you're you're out there murdering dudes. You probably shouldn't be, you know, dropping hints to who you are. It's interesting too that I guess they have these clans or the ta- the ability to bring tattoos over from other games. Because I guess I just, you can get whatever tattoo you want in game, right? Well, I don't. I, would I, mean, think I don't so. know. I don't. I guess. I would think so. So he, he, he so maybe he isn't part of that guild, and he's he's trying to be. Um, he's being disingenuous. I mean, I don't know. I mean, just if if that's possible. I mean, of course, we want to assume that he's one of those guys, but he could not be. Or he could just be another guy from there. Yeah, he could be an unknown guy from there. He doesn't have to be somebody we know. Mm, but we indeed. definitely know that if he's got that tattoo, he's bad. He's definitely a bad guy. Bad guy. The tattoo and the red eyes make him a bad guy. <laughs> oh, and his of, name is Death Gun. He's yeah, kind of derpy, that, that, though. That he's just like He wasn't... Kirito was intimidated, but I didn't find Death Gun intimidating in those moments. I was just like... I didn't. He was yeah. taller than I thought, yeah. and he was goofier than I thought in that moment. Well, and it kind of struck me as odd that he, like, Kirito was getting, um, like, he seemed intimidated by everything. And, I mean, you lived in a world that was life or death, like, a game that was life or death, and you fought the toughest monsters, the toughest people, the dude who created it, and you won. And you walk into a room full of dudes who have beefed up avatars and some guns, and you get all intimidated. Really? Yeah. Like I, you would think at that point he'd walk through that room and be like, <laughs> "Bitches." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. And he didn't. I, Death Gun didn't do any posturing other than being still. It wasn't like he wasn't juking him. He wasn't waving his fist at him. He wasn't threatening him. And he literally just said the same thing four or five Juke times. Him? What is he? What is this Madden now? That's right. He wasn't. What? He wasn't what? trying what? to get a touchdown. What? What? <laughs> no, he what? wasn't. He wasn't like trying to you know making any quick movements or trying to make him flinch or do any of that kind of shit. I, I got you. Yeah, not flashing yeah, a piece. Two for flinching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There wasn't any of that. But Kirito just he freaked out. He's more emotional now than he was in the first first season too oh so emo <laughs> that's because it goes back to the very first game which is the life and death game yeah yeah that could be so, so if somebody's gonna figure out how to kill somebody in game it might be somebody from SAO and we have to we can assume we don't have to assume that because death gun showed up death gun does have a link to either uh, Sinon or Spiegel, because other than them in game, nobody knows that he's there. There are people out of the game, which is government guy and Asuna. But you know, we, I would think that Asuna's still on the up and up. Indeed, <laughs> it'd be Good badass if she was Death Gun. But I maybe um, she was a fembot all along. Nice pew pew machine gun jubblies. How did I miss those? <laughs> <laughs> I dig. I dug this episode. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, was good. It was, was kind of quick in a good way. Like I, I like yep. them to feel quick. I don't want to be like staring at the clock, being like, "I thought this was twenty two minutes. This feels like forty minutes." So this one went pretty quick. Um, yep. Got to see the phaser sword in action. Yep, that was cool. We got the new Kirita outfit, mm-hmm. and now we know that there <laughs> is indeed, indeed. a definite. Vendetta with Death Gun and Kirito. So it's not like, oh, when is he going to find Death Gun? Maybe it's like, Death Gun found him. It's on. Indeed. Game Go time. On. But we'll settle it in the bullet of bullets. If you can make it to the finals. And then the next episode is titled Showdown in the Wilderness. So that sounds I do, promising. I do find it kind of humorous that this big tournament that's all big and bad and crowns the best person in the game is called Bob. Bob? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, uh, you sign up for Bob this time? <laughs> I don't know if I'm signing up for Bob this time, you guys. You know, Bob. Bob's kind of like Jeffrey. He's just that nice bloke down the street. <laughs> Bob's impossible. <laughs> I didn't like how they were talking about it, too. They are like, oh, yeah, it's kind of shady. It's, like, illegal but not because... Well, the, they, cash, the cash conversion's illegal. Yeah, I mean, I have to expect that in that... They have poker games, and 
I don't know. I, I was Bitcoins like, okay. are worth what now? Only in Jersey. It's another thing to swallow, I think, because they have contests online with video games all the time. But whatever, it's weird. We're in a non-steampunk. Maybe Japanese steampunk's different. They never had steam engines. In st- I don't know. It's like what? nuclear punk. That's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like steampunk. Steampunk implies steam engine, implies gears yes. and stuff. It's like, there's none of that. <laughs> yep. This is EJ5000's nuclear fallout punk. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to have n- nuclear fallout con next month, so everybody show up and wear So your... hey, if you didn't melt away in the nuclear blast, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> Only kids and people over 65 allowed. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the SAO episode and brings us into segment three. That's right. It's back. Segment three. What is that? That's where we talk about whatever we want. That is a sexy name. That's why I said it was a a new segment, but it's not. Not even a little bit. (laughs) We we do this all the time. I'm just announcing it this time. So, gentlemen... uh, First, let me start off with uh, the Grega Man. Are you caught up on uh, Flash and Arrow and the uh, the four the four way crossover? Oh, crossover for sure. I haven't seen the newest Arrow. I watched all the other mid season finales so far. Nice, nice. What'd you think of the crossover? Besides Supergirl, who wasn't really in the cross, or was. Excuse me. Supergirl's episode wasn't yeah. really part of the crossover. And please um, tell me who's in the crossover because I'm not. I'm not on the up and up. Well, no, she's in it. They just well, really didn't include her be quiet episode. Then if you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the only thing that mattered in her episode ended up being like the very beginning of the Flash, anyway. So like, you didn't need any of her episode really. Yeah. Spo- spoiler. Well, there was a week and a half ago. Yeah. They're not spoilers. spoiler alert. Whatever. I thought that, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it ended a little bit abruptly, but yeah, uh, it was still agreed, good. agreed. Um, it, it did kind of. I don't know. They they built it up a lot, and from what I you know what I was expecting, you have four shows that are an hour long. That's two basically feature length movies. The Supergirl had almost nothing to do with it, so that's an hour gone. You're down to three. You're trying to tell the Dominator story in three hours. Mm-hmm. That's that's really tough to do. They it, it was very entertaining. I really like the the different segments. Uh, with um, you know when when Barry gets run over by, uh, by the alien. It, I I just thought it's thought it was really funny. Like he got knocked back, and these aliens start running by him, and he looks up at the one. And he genuinely looks frightened. Like, he's super scared of this thing. And, I mean, I get it's an alien from outer space. This dude fights people with powers daily and is literally fast enough to get out of just about any situation unscathed. Yet, for some reason, he looks deathly afraid. Like, aliens, man. just completely shocked and afraid. It's always something new, and this time it's aliens. Yeah, I guess. That's one I of the, suppose it's one of the things that I that I'm, I'm having trouble buying into the Flash completely is because of exactly what you said too. Where when I was a kid, I liked him because he was fast. That's cool. And now now I know like he can time travel. There's there's just so, he's he seems almost invincible, and so it's a little hard for me to swallow. But I understand why people like it. And I guess that's why he gets his ass kicked so much in the show, so that they they try and level set the powers mm. so that he's not overpowering cuz he does get his ass kicked all the a, time l- like on a episodely on an episodic basis every single <laughs> yeah. time hmm. yeah I, that i tried to make up some word there <laughs> i don't even know what happened and but he really I, is like one of the most powerful superheroes in that universe though I mean, oh, no, he, absolutely. potentially right just yeah. he hasn't re- realized his potential yet in no, the show no not at all so is that enjoyable? Is it neat to see him get his ass kicked? I mean, is that a good thing? I think it's fun. It is, and I mean, they you know he he usually gets his ass kicked, and then he they they figure out some way of defeating whoever it is that they're you know whatever the bad guy, uh, whoever the bad guy is at that particular point. 
And, and I mean, I I do like that when they come up with the creative stuff. My my issue thus far though has been, and uh, even coming into now, now the the Dominators was a different storyline, but uh, the new main villain Savitar, awesome villain, really cool looking, great backstory, another speedster. Mm. What what is this number four, Greg? Yep. And I I mean, there there have been other villains peppered in. But no main villain has been somebody that wasn't a speedster yet. Mm-hmm. Really? First was uh, Reverse Flash. Then you had Zoom. And yep. now we have uh, Savitar. So three. So those three. Well, and then you had uh, the rival who was oh, right. a speedster. Um, and then you had uh, the chick who was a speedster who exploded. And, and Right from the serum. Zoom and from Reverse Flash yep. are big deals in the comic book universe, right? Yes. The other ones I haven't heard of, yeah, so I assume not as line. much. I had to look up Savitar, and apparently he's only in like four Flash comics from the seventies. Like he they was, went, they, they went talked about him, him in that um, comic that I was that I read. The new, the new that rebirth that I read. Oh yeah. Oh, well, I guess that uh, they were talking about it on one of the uh, the po- or the uh, uh, YouTube channels that I, I listen to comic book stuff on. Uh, and I guess that was pre-rebirth. He had only been in a couple of things, um, but gotcha. like at him as a as a character, I I think is what they were saying. Whereas he's been mentioned, but I mean he's a god apparently, huh? Allegedly, huh? I love that word, allegedly. My favorite. How long do you think people will put up with comic book characters? Because we're talking now, we're about let's see. Realistically, we're we're just coming up on like almost a hundred years of some characters' creation, but I'll say nine, eighty you, years. You, realistically, do you think you that think we're reaching the uh, saturation point? I don't. I don't know. I'm just discussing it. I, I'm thinking that there might not be a saturation point because people like to reinvent archetypes constantly. Like we're still talking about well, Jesus. Been- <laughs> there's been superheroes for yeah, dude. There, there's been superheroes for forever. You, Jesus, I mean, the first superhero. Exactly. Well, you got well, Jesus way before and, Buddha and Gandhi. Beowulf. There's other ones back before Jesus even. But wait, did I say Gandhi? Well, you got, yeah, you got Samson. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, I don't. I don't know that Gandhi's a superhero. <laughs> no, um, and he's not before Jesus either. <laughs> I like Beowulf. Uh, no. That's a good one. That's yeah, dumb. Be- Beowulf's a good example. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, and you're right. There's a lot of Her lot of deities that were. I mean, basically all your Greek and Roman gods were. You know, they were basically superheroes. They were. Yep. Yeah, totally. Beings that you know existed on Earth, or rather near Earth, um, and had ridiculous powers. So yeah. Um. I don't. Yeah, I don't think superheroes are going anywhere. We may yeah, I don't think see. So. In the next few years, a saturation as far as, all right, we how many Marvel movies can we you know can we continue to watch? Yeah. How many DC shows can we continue to watch? Like there, I think there will be a, a basic not fallout, but a, a little bit of a, a wane in interest uh, at some point here because um, we're we're going on a solid what fifteen to twenty years of nerd culture being prevalent. Yeah. And tough guys aren't going to stand for that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be an entertainment cycle, you know? No, I agree. Like, it's, They it's, will as long as Sly keeps putting out Expendables. Because, <laughs> yeah, there was some 70s superhero movies, and it kind of went away for a while, and it came back in the 90s, and it went away for a while, and it's coming back. And I, I, think, I think it's a cycle thing. But there's also money involved, and now that Disney, oh, who has never now, gone baby. away, Disney movies yeah. have been big forever, owns Marvel... That, that throws a kink into things because it's like even if the time wasn't right, they'll they'll create the magic to make it right. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. So, uh, well, this is another topic that I wanted to dive into uh, a little bit. Uh, what do you guys think? And you uh, you're gonna see Rogue One? You gonna go check that out? I'm gonna go check that out. Little Rogue One uh, Star Wars story. So you have tickets for next weekend, right? You said already. Yeah, I've ticked. Tickets for the seventeenth. Um, yeah, you crazy. 
I know, it's, it's a little while after it comes out, but everything... Where was it come out? The 16th? Oh, I'm not even know. sure. I think so. But everything was sold out except for that. We're going to this pretty dope theater. It's got uh, like the reclinable seats and, and all that junk. It's really nice. Um, Jimmy. I, I can't wait. Uh, I do think some people are going to get confused. They're going to think this is the next one in the series. Like casual oh, fans sure. oh for sure uh and and it's gonna get it's gonna get a little bit weird for them but uh i look forward to explaining it to my mom because <laughs> this is between <laughs> episode three and four right is that my understanding is that correct yeah yes okay because vader's in there as vader he's not old yeah. vader he's like prime time vader Pr- supposedly yeah he's prime vader uh, i Ooh, can't prime. i can't wait dude I can't wait to see him just tear shit up. Yeah, I hope we see that. You know, because there's there was a scene in uh, episode three. I don't remember the names of all of them. Sorry, and that's where Anakin turns Revenge into of the Vader. Sith. Revenge of the Sith, and Anakin kills like ten Padawans, like ten little kids. Yep, mm-hmm. they don't show it, but. The character, just say all of them. He kills all of the little kids. He kills all yeah. of them. Yes, because he's he's an evil motherfucker. So it's, I'm hoping that we get to see a little bit of that evil that we like. Because I like to see a bad guy be a bad guy. Well, and I, you know what, to to kind of tack on to the end of that, I'm a little sick of uh, of Jedi's. I, I, I've had about enough. Uh, we we could have some more dark force wielders uh, and and some Sith, and I, I, that's what I want to see. Forget the rule of two. Rule of two need, the rule of two needs to go out the window, and we need to have many more Sith that are very powerful that are just tearing shit up. That's what I want to see. That was a part of what was so satisfying with Doctor Strange to bring it to a completely different level. But if you've seen the new Doctor Strange movie, the person who was the the teacher to Doctor Strange, like the the, the head, um, the that, chick, the Sorcerer Supreme, the Sorcerer Supreme. She wasn't all good. She dabbled with the dark side, and that made her even more powerful. Of course, there's repercussions in the world, but I dig that because, you know, there's no... Like, Superman, the reason not to like Superman is because he doesn't do anything wrong. It's like, fuck that. Everybody does something wrong. That's why it's cool to see that the good guys can reach out to the bad side. And and that's kind of why we liked... That's why we liked Anakin, I think, at all, ever. If <laughs> We liked Anakin because we knew he had some evil in him. And I think that's why Luke is so cool, because Luke's got anger, and Luke's got fear, and Luke's got hate. Even though he's totally a good guy, he's he's not Superman. He's not so shiny. So I, I like to see that edge, you know? Indeed. Indeed. I like the edge as well. Edge. Edge. And Christian. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was going to say in Bono. Oh. Ah. Can't stand Bono. Me neither. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Personal projects. I've been working on some cool things I want to bring to everybody's attention if they don't know. How about that? Because I. That, that'll work. Now, now is the time on Sprockets when we pimp our. Own project. Yeah, that is good. I tell you about all my little toys. So I've been into uh, arcade culture recently. So I have some a few arcade machines that I'm refurbishing, redoing, putting in this is and that's. And along with that, I've been tinkering a lot. I like to tinker now. And so I have like eight projects in line. But one of the projects I want to get to is this thing called a Game Boy Zero. I'm not sure if you guys have heard about it. That's why I'm going to share spread spread the news. It's really tell. it's a popular thing in the maker culture right now to take a Raspberry Pi Zero, which is a little computer, the smallest that Raspberry Pi makes, very small, and you put that into an old Game Boy, and you create an emulation station in a Game Boy, but you add all the buttons so that you can have the same uh, setup as a Super Nintendo. So you'd have six buttons plus the, the D-pad. And you can do it for relatively cheap, and you can have a standalone console that looks like a Game Boy and has every video game system known to man. Um, they make proprietary stuff now because people love Nintendo. People are so fucking... People love Nintendo. And so it's really easy to buy 
a chip that you can put right in and convert it very easily. You don't even have to have that much technical know-how. But the three of us here, we got Game Gears, and they do have... There's one or two people on the YouTubes that have made Game Gear Zeros, but that's going to be one of my projects for the spring is to convert my Game Gear into a Raspberry Pi Zero gaming machine because I think that would be totally badass. That would be badass. So I recommend to people if you're, like, you're interested Agreed, in badass. retro gaming, just take take a quick YouTube search and just see. It's uh, Game Game Boy Zero is what they call them, and it's because it has a Raspberry, Raspberry Pi Zero in them. So that's like a totally cool thing that I have on the list of things to do. And that aligns with my arcade machines because I'm turning one of them into a uh, Raspberry Pi computer. So so check that Sweet shit babies. out. And then another thing that I saw, also video game related, so I can talk for seven minutes straight, is these things are called virtual pinball tables. Now, I live uh, in western Pennsylvania now, and they have this amazing video game convention called Pinburg, or Replay FX. It's in Pittsburgh around the weekend of July 28th every year. And they have tons of video games that you can play, retro games. I guess all games now are pretty retro if you're playing an arcade machine, except for fucking Flappy Bird. (laughs) And pinball machines and whatnot. And when I was there, they had these pinball machines, full-size pinball machine, but instead of a regular play deck, which is what they call the thing that you play on, is a television. And the backsplash is also a television, what? and the LED screen is a third television. And now oh. you can, using Live. the same technology that you would to create an Android Pi or whatever, you can have what's called Hyperpin, and you can download basically every pinball machine that's ever been physically made onto a 3D what? simulated screen. And they use a 3D sensor with the uh, Xbox sensor so that when you're standing and you move, the screen shifts so that you can see around objects on the table, creating a 3D environment. So if you're interested, dope. it's completely amazing. You can make them in all different sizes and, I mean, relatively affordable to make with these kinds of projects. You know, you're talking about buying three TVs and a computer, but... Um, it's a doable thing, so check up. They also call them VR pinball, but you'll see a lot of Oculus Rift pinball machines if you search for that. But pin, uh, it uses hyperspin, but they call it hyperpin as the front end. So if you guys are nerdy like there. me, check that yeah. shit out. It's cool. And and uh, by next summer, we're going to have a hyperpin. We're going to have a Game Boy Zero, maybe a Game Gear Zero. So I'm sure I'll post them. And if you want one, get at me because... It's cool, it's fun, it's technology. Check out moot.tv for those coming summer 2017. Yeah, hell yeah. That's what's up. Gregor Man, what you got on your end, brother? I ain't got nothing. <laughs> uh, me and EJ <laughs> do another usual. podcast called Let Me Ask You a Question. You guys should check that out. It's a lot of fun, too. Um, our buddy Anthony poses us a question, and we, on occasion, entertain you. <laughs> I believe that's part of the tagline. But, uh, yeah, other than that, at the Gregor Man on all things. Indeed, just indeed. Getting through, the, getting through life. <laughs> that's how I felt last week, man. I was like, uh, I woke up today. That was, that was all right. <laughs> that was a good part of the day. <laughs> that was the least bad part of the day. <laughs> the least bad. Nice. It's in the office space. Every day is worse than the last. So literally every day you see me is the worst day of my life. <laughs> we have hey those guys, weeks. Don't worry. Every worst day is only the worst day of your life so far. <laughs> Ooh, that's right. There you go. No. Oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> um, all right, so let me see. I got a few things here as... As I always do, uh, I got to pimp my fitness, nerd fitness and uh, nutrition it. site, nerdabolic.com, N-E-R-D-A-B-L-O-C, wait, <laughs> L-I-C.com. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't be spelling in my current state. Um, <laughs> but I got a couple other things. Um, let's see. So, one of my favorite YouTubers of all time, because um, I have three, um, but one one of my absolute favorites uh, was kicked off of YouTube this week um, for seemingly ridiculous reasons. Uh, 
The YouTuber's name is Baring, B-E-A-R-I-N-G. <laughs> Got that one right. Um, so hashtag save Baring. Uh, let YouTube know that it's not cool to pull people down and uh, and stifle free speech, especially people on the uh, political spectrum, such as Baring, because he was hilarious. And, I mean, taking that entertainment away from me is unacceptable. <laughs> completely. Um, and uh, on a much uh, brighter note here, here at White Wasabi, we're officially announcing our first oh, yeah. major giveaway. Uh, I know we promised stickers, and well, if you win this per- particular giveaway, uh, you can get some stickers too. Uh, but what we're doing is the first person to email us at uh, e- e- EJ, All what's our email address? Moot. At gmail.com. A-L-L-T-H-I-N-G-S-M-O-O-T at gmail.com. So the first one to email us with the phrase of the week. So in the subject line, phrase of the week. And in the body of the email, you're going to want to print personal pizza, mozzarella. Personal pizza, mozzarella. Love it. First one we get, $20 Amazon gift card. Uh, we'll follow up with uh, to get your information after we get that first email. Totally starting oh. a new email address. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, that's about all I had, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure as always. That's Thank what's you, up, sir. That's what's up. All right, <laughs> we'll catch you guys on another episode of White Wasabi. Have a good one. Mood.tv It is completed. Kill all the phonies.